Good morning, everyone, and how is everyone doing this morning? Sharice Johnson-Moore here, your hope builder, lifting you up out of your sorrow by guiding you to see the Christ within through scripture and practical applications. And it is time, it is time, it is time. It's time for your daily devotional. Today, we are coming out of 1 Samuel chapter 18, 1 through 30, and it will talk about Saul resents David and David marries Michelle. Saul resents David, and David marries Michelle. So I want you to get your laptops, your desktops, your tablets, iPads, um, cell phones, however you may read the word, even your Bibles, okay? And we will deep dive into this chapter of what David's life is like and how it moves to the next level. All right, come on now, let's get busy. Authors, 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 have you written a book? Are you an experienced author or a new author? Well, I've got news for you. Authors Excerpt Sunday is the perfect start to growing your audience awareness with the public. Authors Excerpt Sunday has interview spots available in many forms. Live broadcasting done on all social media outlets, television, and podcasting. We would love to help you tell the world about your book. You can reach us at I am Sharice at ShariceNJohnsonMoore.com or 724-570-1153 for further details. And let's tell the world about your book. Right now, come on, let's get into this chapter for today. 1 Samuel 18, 1-30, and it reads, And it came to pass, when he had made an end of speaking unto Saul, that the soul of Jonathan was knit with the soul of David, and Jonathan loved him as his own soul. And Saul took him that day, and would let him go no more home to his father's house. Then Jonathan and David made a covenant because he loved him as his own soul. And Jonathan stripped himself of the robe that was upon him and gave it to David and his garments even to his sword and to his bow and to his girdle. And David went out Whithersoever Saul sent him, and behaved himself wisely. And Saul set him over the men of war, and he was accepted in the sight of all the people, and also in the spirit of Saul's servants. And it came to pass, as they came, when David was returned from the slaughter of the Philistines, that The women came out of all cities of Israel, singing and dancing to meet King Saul with tabrets, with joy, and with instruments of music. And the women answered 
one another as they played and said, Saul have slain his thousands and David his ten thousands. And Saul was very wroth and the saying displeased him. And he said, they have ascribed unto David ten thousand and to me they they have ascribed but thousands and what can he have more but the kingdom? And Saul eyed David from that day and forward. And it came to pass on the morrow that the evil spirit from God came upon Saul, and he prophesied in the midst of the house. And David played with his hand as at other times, and there was a javelin in Saul's hand. And Saul cast a javelin, for he said, I will smite David even to the wall with it. And David avoided out of his presence twice. And Saul was afraid of David, because the Lord was with him and was departed from Saul. Therefore Saul removed him from him and made him his captain over a thousand. And he went out and came in before the people. And David behaved himself wisely in all his ways, and the Lord was with him. Wherefore, when Saul saw that he behaved himself very wisely, he was afraid of him. But all Israel and Judah loved David, because he went out and came in before them. And Saul said to David, Behold, my elder daughter Merab, her will I give thee to wife. Only be thou valiant for me, and fight the Lord's battles. For Saul said, Let not mine hand be upon him, but let the hand of the Philistines be upon him. And David said unto Saul, Who am I, and what is my life, or my father's family in Israel, that I should be son-in-law to the king? But it came to pass at the time when Merab, Saul's daughter, should have been given to David, that she was given unto Adriel, the Maholithite, to wife. And Michelle, Saul's daughter, loved David, and they told Saul, and the thing pleased him. Saul said, I will give him her that she may be a snare to him and that the hand of the Philistines may be against him. Wherefore Saul said to David, Thou shalt this day be my son-in-law and the one of the twain. And Saul commanded his servant, saying, Commune with David secretly and say, Behold, the king hath delight in thee and all his servants love thee. Now therefore be the king's son-in-law. And Saul's servants spake these words in the ears of David. And David said, Seemeth it to you a light thing to be a king's son-in-law, seeing that I am a poor man and lightly esteemed. And the servants of Saul told him, saying, On this manner spake David. And Saul said, Thus shall ye say to David, The king desireth not any dowry, but an hundred foreskins of the Philistines to be avenged of the king's enemies. 
But Saul thought to make David fall by the hand of the Philistines. And when his servants told David these words, it pleased David well to be the king's son-in-law, and the days were not expired. Wherefore David arose and went, and his men, he and his men, and slew of the Philistines two hundred men, and David brought their foreskin, and they gave them to gave them in full tale to the king that he might be the king's son-in-law. And Saul gave him Michelle, his daughter, to wife. And Saul saw and knew that the Lord was with David and that Michelle's, that Michelle, Saul's daughter, loved him. And Saul was yet the more afraid of David. And Saul became David's enemy continually. Then the prince of the Philistines went forth, and it came to pass after they went forth that David behaved himself more wisely than all the servants of Saul, so that his name was much set by. I have just read for Samuel 18, 1 through 30. Oh, dear Heavenly Father, we come to you this day to say thank you, Lord. We say thank you in the mighty name of Jesus that you have opened our eyes to see, open our, our ears to hear, and open our minds to think. Lord, we thank you for all that you have done, all that you're doing right now, and all that you're going to do. Lord, we thank you for this day that thou has blessed us with the breath in our bodies and activity of our limbs, and we are in our right minds just for the day, Lord. We thank you for all your grace and mercy and your kindness that you have bestowed upon us, Lord. We thank you for your word, for we know that your word is true, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that you know the end of everything. You know the beginning from the end of everything. Lord, we thank you for all that you know more than us. With these things we do pray, Lord, may you add a blessing to the reading of your word. In Jesus' name we do pray, amen, amen, and amen. To all my entrepreneurs, my name is Sharice Johnson-Moore. I am the owner, CEO of LBM TV. It is a streaming channel that can be located on the C1 Media Network Smart TV app. This app can be located on Apple TV, Roku TV, Amazon Fire Stick, Android TV, and Google TV. We have advertising spots available for businesses that want to advertise their products or services on our channel. We have an audience of 4.25 million viewers daily reaching 70 plus countries. We have advertising packages to fit your company's needs. We would love for you to join the LBM family. You can reach us through our email address, lbmtvmedia at gmail.com or call us at 724-570-1153 for further details. Talk to you soon and let's advertise, advertise and tell the world what you are made of.
now let's deep dive into this chapter, 1 Samuel 18, 1 through 30. Now, in the beginning of this chapter, we see that Jonathan and David become very close. Jonathan and David become very close, and they become like brothers. And Jonathan is so enamored with David that he gives David his robe and his garments and his sword and bow and girdle. And, you know, um, that's, that's the thing is that sometimes God will put people in your path to be a close confidant to you when you are about to be under attack because he knows you need an advocate to speak for you, okay? And in this, and, and in this um, you know, uh, he has placed Jonathan in David's life. And over a period of time, when David goes out and serves Saul, the king, wherever he sends him, David goes. And then, you know, um, David returns. David returns. And and then it is like a, a festival going on and they have a celebration going on about uh, David's accomplishments. And all the women come out and they give uh, David his his um celebration and and they they music and they they come out and start dancing all the women in all the cities and stuff and they start celebrating David and and you know celebrating him and Saul notices this and the women say well okay so Saul has his thousands and David has his 10,000s and Saul does not like this at all Saul does not like this at all. And because of his mindset, he goes into this kind of person that now he is against David. He turns against David because he sees David is getting more accolades than him. And he and, and Saul is king, but the people are falling more and more and more and more in love with David. And Saul can't stand this, right? And so Saul goes into this uh, this mindset of, I'm going to get rid of him. Now, Saul's supposed to be king, and he's supposed to be happy, and, you know, he's supposed to be all for David and everything. And, and, and really... Saul has turned two-faced on him. But David does not know this yet. And during the course of time, Saul plots. Saul plots against David. He, He plots against him in the aspect of, okay, well, I'm gonna go ahead and get him my daughter. I'm gonna go ahead and get him my my um Mira, Mira, 
he, he, you know, he offers, Saul offers David Merab, his oldest daughter. And then he turns around and changes his mind and gives him, gives her to another man called Adriel. Adriel. To be his wife, you know. And then uh, Michelle, who is also Saul's daughter, she loved David. She fell in love with him from a distance, and she loved him as he is, as he is the person that he is. You know, he's kind-hearted. He's very, uh, very, um, very poised, very uh, humble. He has a humble spirit, and she falls in love with David. And it is to the knowledge that he wishes, Saul wishes nothing good for him, for David after a while. She's like, he, you know, it's it's like, you know, you ever had that friend? You ever had a friend or somebody that you thought you could trust? And you go into where you, te- you, you put your whole heart and trust into someone. And then you don't even know when they have turned on you because they're keeping their feelings inside. But eventually, Saul tells people how he feels. Okay, he says, okay, well, I hope the Philistines kill him and I hope the Philistines get a hold of him and kill him for me. And, and he just starts having the spirit of jealousy and envy towards David. And he also, you know, he, he, you know, he speaks. He, he speaks with everyone he comes in contact with. He's even tried to kill David several times. He, you know, and he, he says, it says here, it says Saul in, in 1811, and Saul cast a javelin for he said, I will smite David to the wall with it. And David avoided out of his presence twice. So that means that Saul has attempted to try to kill him at least twice already because of his jealousy and envy towards David. And David's like, what the world? thought we was cool, dude. You know, I thought we was all right. I thought, you know, because I was winning all these wars for you and, and I was doing all this stuff for you and, and, you know, and I didn't think you would, you, you know, you hate on me like that. But this has a true understanding of everybody ain't for you. Everybody's not in your corner. You could do all this stuff for do stuff for people and they will be the most, especially when you're loyal to them, when you have a, you have an amount of, of very much respect for them. People tend to see they'll get jealous and envy because you're getting more attention than they are and you be like, really? You know, like, I thought we were supposed to be friends. I thought we were supposed to be, we were supposed to be ace boom coons, you know. I thought we were supposed to be, you know, all, you know, we were supposed to be, you know, um, you're supposed to be my mentor, and you're treating me like this. So, and, you know, and it comes to pass during the course of time that, David and David becomes more presently popular with the people. 
he becomes more and more popular with the people because he has humbleness and he is he is showing that he is being led by God. David is being led by God in this situation because if it if I'ma just keep it real with you. When I find out that I'm loyal to someone and they turn around and turn on me, it makes me look at them totally different. It, it, it make me look to, it make me look at them cross that like outside at or something, you know, be like, really, you know. And sometimes because God has anointed you and you know these people have turned against you and become envious and jealous of you, what do you what what does David do? David doesn't say a mumbling word. He just realized I don't need to be around you anymore. He avoids him. He uh, uh, he distances himself from him unless it is time for him to go to war. If you've noticed this in the scripture, he says, I have left his sight twice because he has tried to kill me. He is talking bad about me. He is uh, turning people again, trying to turn people against me, things like that, you know. And it doesn't say a mumbling word. And his David marries Michelle, Saul's daughter, and it becomes evident to his daughter even how her father is doing, is treating him. She is paying attention to the way her father Saul is treating David. And it's like she she shocked herself. You know, she has shocked herself. And even though David knows how Saul feels about him, he does not say nothing. He don't rebuke him. He doesn't uh, come off as being smart mouth. He doesn't um, say anything, complain. He doesn't murmur. He doesn't, uh, you know, he... He keeps to himself, you know, and that's sometimes that's what we have to do when we find out people are stabbing us in our back, talking bad about us, not complaining, not going off, having a vent with folks about something somebody did to you. That's how we normally, you know, some of us would do that. Well, we're vent. Oh, well, let me tell you what this person did to me and da, 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 And what I had to learn my own self was when I've had people do that, when I've been loyal to people, when I've been nothing but supportive of them and did everything for them, and then they got the nerve to sit and talk behind my back and, and, and act like I owe them something. And, and Hold up. I back away from you, just like David did Saul. Sometimes our peace comes from not give it in to that mindset of I'm going to stoop to your level because that's the level that you at. You want to be nasty. You want to treat. You want to try to kill me. You want to talk bad about me like a dog. And I'm sitting here trying to help you. Really? So <clears throat> sometimes it's just leave the people alone. When people show you who they are, believe them. When people show you what they are made of, when you're getting more attention than them or you're getting more accolades than them and they start hating on you and talking about you behind your back, leave them people alone. <clears throat> they were not meant for you to walk with on that journey. They were not meant for you to walk with you on the journey that God has set for you, okay? 
God always has this way of showing showing you who people are. And we have to stop having blinders on and listen to God when they tell us these people are not for your journey. These people are not for you. These people are just for what you can do for them and what they and and use you up and, and then spit you out. Okay. So in this, David still has his humbleness. David still has his peace. He doesn't say anything. He doesn't mumble. He don't complain to nobody. He just keep going on doing what he's doing. And, and he has this way of not showing the left hand what the right hand is doing. There's another saying my grandma used to use. Don't show the left hand what the right hand is doing. Okay, if you turn around and you're trying to make a way of escape or you're trying to get away from this person, don't tell nobody. Don't tell the left hand what the right hand doing. If you making, if you're, you know, if, if you're trying, you you have, you have this mindset. Say, this has happened to you. And it has happened to me plenty of times. And what I have learned is that when I kept my mouth closed and I didn't acknowledge the way that they treated me or, you know, or uh, been verbal about what was going on, I had more peace. I had more of God's understanding in my spirit of time to leave this person alone and don't say nothing else to them. Just let them go on, be with it. They be all right, as my mama would say. My mama used to say this term. Oh, they be all right. That's how, that's how, that is how I do it. I don't sit around and murmur and gr- and complain. And ain't no need to, that's a waste of energy. You just know what your next step is. Leave these people alone. Don't say nothing to them. Let them go on out there. They didn't already hung themselves on the tree like Judas. So let them go on here and hang there and keep hanging there by themselves. Because I'm not going to, if that's how you want to, if that's how the life you want to be, where you're sitting here using everybody and you and you treating and you acting like they owe you something, it don't work like that. Because eventually a person wakes up. A person will wake up. God will give them the sign. God will give you the signs to let you know when it's time to leave people alone. Okay? I want to say thank you for our daily devotional for today. I thank you for coming in and listening. And this concludes our session for today. I thank you so much for listening. And I will talk to you next time on Daily Devotional. Where we will be getting into chapter 19 chapter 19 1 through 24 chapter 19 1 through 24 now if you can read read it ahead that's good go right ahead all right and i will talk to you again on daily devotional talk to you later babies hello to all my entrepreneurs my name is Sharice Johnson Moore, and welcome to Sharice Johnson Moore's podcast. Do you have products and services that you want to tell the world about? Well, I have an offer for you. Did you know that when you make a 60-minute voiceover ad and place it in podcasts, that it increases your business awareness by 50% in the marketplace? 
Voice over ads aren't that expensive. They range from $15 to $25. It all depends on where you place your ad in the podcast. So come on in and place your ad on Sharice Johnson-Moore's podcast and tell the world what you have to offer. You can reach me at IamSharice at ShariceNJohnsonMoore.com or 724-570-1153 for further details. Come on, let's tell the world what you are made of. All right now, I know it has been a nice Time for us to spend together to get to know the Lord and what he has for us in our lives for today. I want to thank you for listening to Daily Devotional. And I want to say that it has been my honor and privilege to bring you the word of God every day. I thank you so much and I will talk to you next time on Daily Devotional, and our topic will be 19, First Samuel 19, 1 through 24, 1 Samuel 19, 1 through 24, and I want to say that I love you, and I pray you have a blessed day. All right now, talk to you later.